They're just two parents who happen to be dads. One called Harley, the other one is Wads. It's not really Wads, it's Wade. But Wade doesn't rhyme with dads. It's shitting with the door open. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Shitting with the Door Open with myself, Harley Breen, and my mate, Wade Duffin. Usually you say best mate. I feel I've dropped down a tier or two. Usually you're like, it's myself, Harley Breen, and my best mate, Wade Duffin. But well, now it's just mate. Next well, week it's going to be, and my accomplice, Wade to, Duffin. To, I, I guess to explain that comment, I literally now have only one. <laughs> it's just it's just me mate <laughs> so you're the best um you're the worst uh, you're you're all of the things i need in friendship <laughs> uh, you are saved in my bank account as first wife <laughs> You don't need anybody else. You just need me. I don't need anyone. I'm all you need. I love you, Hannah. I don't need anyone. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, kids. He doesn't need you anymore. Oh, God. You know, it's it's been a little while. It's been, as you just said, it's been a minute. It's been a minute. What a great phrase. It's been a minute. It's been a long time. Long, short, no, long days, short years. Long days. Very short years over the last few. Holy shit. Like even like uh like the the COVID years, which were now over a year ago, is that right? Yeah. Am well, I getting that right? Well, yeah, I guess you are. Twenty and twenty one, I think of as the COVID years. Totally. Or is it twenty one, twenty two? No, no, it's twenty and twenty one are the COVID yep. years. I think we can all let's just lock that in. That's, That's got to be the COVID years. But then my my lovely lady wife Hannah was meant to be going out with a friend this afternoon, uh, who's just cancelled on it because she just got COVID. I'm like, are we still doing that? I, I guess think, we are. I think we're out of the pandemic. But yeah, I think it's still the right thing to do to cancel if you have COVID. But you just wait until you're asymptomatic. You're not sick anymore. It's like when you I have like know. the cold or the flu. I know we're getting like uh, flu jabs on Monday. You're going to get the jab. Yeah. Well, because the flu will knock you around. Man. I got, and I got it diagnosed because you know you get sick and you don't know what you get. Yeah. You, you, know, you, never you get what you get, you don't get upset. That's right. Well, I got really upset because I got <laughs> influenza A. That's the exact opposite of what I just said, but yeah. go ahead. Well, um, you're all I've got, so I'll go with you. I, I, um, I, got, uh, I thought I had COVID, uh, I don't know, when it was maybe last year, last flu season, and had to go and, like, I'm very reluctant to go to the doctor. I hate yeah. how much of a cliche I am um, on that front. You know, men don't like going to the doctors. I just don't. I think I don't, I don't like gatekeepers. You know, I don't like. <laughs> I love how that's how you think of a doctor. Yeah, doctors are gatekeepers. gatekeepers. Yeah, they're gatekeepers. <laughs> you know, I can see the I can see the drugs. Just let me make my choice. I know which ones I want. They're the gatekeepers. What an unhealthy relationship with the medical community you have. That's I said very I hate funny. to be the cliche, but I am. And I got to a point where I'm like, I actually need help from a learned person. And had to go to the Melbourne Respiratory Clinic oh. um, for the help because I was so symptomatic. Yeah. And um, got the test done and came back positive for influenza A. And it knocked me on my ass. Fuck, it's a can. And so now I figure, well, I got it last year. Can't get it again. So why get the jab? Sure, that's how it works, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> I am a scientist. Because I caught COVID last year, I think. Maybe the year before. Oh, fuck yeah. it. What so was his name? <laughs> <laughs> 
know. Listen, we're out of rhythm. I don't know where I'm at anymore. Uh, and I caught it like really mildly. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. you know like but i saw people who were absolutely fucking wrecked with knocked it. on their ass with absolutely it. not like you know and then that's the people that i knew let alone yeah. the people that you see on the news yeah and the and the going to that worst case scenario yes it was an absolutely oh. fucking insane time and then like the lockdowns oh, like mate. tuning in for those daily fucking oh, briefings shit it was fucking wild. I got it once that I know of, because um, I think there was plenty of people getting it and just didn't know. Yeah. Um, I got it. So in last year, uh, towards the start of last year, so the yeah. 2022, um, thinking that the, it's all behind us now, and I was doing a little tiny international travel over to your home country. Yeah. Um, and um, I got to Auckland. I was doing a TV show the next day. Um, okay. Went. I, I was staying in a <laughs> service department. Yeah, I've got things happening. <laughs> Not at the moment, though. Anyone need uh, me for a corporate gig? Um, <laughs> and I. <laughs> Seriously, uh, Daddy's broke. But I got to Auckland. Went and did my grocery shopping because I was staying there for ten days. Yep. So went straight to um, the, the supermarket, got myself a fridge full of beer, got of some food. I, I'd bought a uh, litre bottle of whiskey at Duty Free when I came yep. through, which I rarely do when I go to New Zealand because usually just for a day. Um, went to bed. Next morning, got up, did a test in my hotel room yep. just because I was about to go to the, the TV studio. And then went about my day. And then went a bit out of a look at it. Went back and just went, oh, get fucked. Yeah. Then I got a delivery of a bag of weed and stayed in an apartment looking over <laughs> Auckland Harbour for seven days and I couldn't have been happier. <laughs> when I looked at the at the the testing mm. fucking thing, like that what is it called? The little sample thing. The the test. The, the test. COVID test. The COVID test. It's the test. I thought there was And like you failed. <laughs> <laughs> I looked at it and it had like the two bars. Rapid antigen test. Yes, that's mm. it. And Rat. I didn't um I didn't clock on to what I was seeing for like the first 30 seconds. I was like, oh, that's not what it normally is. Yeah. Like that was my first thought. Yeah. This and one's I just like looked at it. Yeah, this one's broken. <laughs> but it turned out I was broken. <laughs> <laughs> well, I had a similar experience quite recently um, when Hannah took a pregnancy test. Uh, oh, yes. <laughs> yes. Now, you know this, um, but I'm having another child. And um, Hannah said to me, oh, I think I'm pregnant. And I genuinely thought she was joking. I'm like, no, what? And then she went, can you get me a pregnancy test? I went, oh, she's not joking. She's serious. Um, and she really, and is very in tune with her body. Um, yeah. Quite incredible on that front. So I'm like, oh, well, man, she knows. The test is kind of Sounds like you're pretty in tune with her body as well. I was After really the results tuned. of that test. I was tuned right in. <laughs> and she does the test right, which essentially the, the pregnancy test looks very similar to a COVID rapid antigen yes. test. And in fact, they operate in a very similar way. Yeah, they you pee take on them. You pee, you, pee on, <laughs> you pee on the COVID test. That's how you do it. You, well, you wait about 15 minutes yeah. before you see it. I completely forgot that two years of our lives we were repeatedly doing these tests. And she's handed it to me. And I've looked at it and immediately go, you're fine. It's only one line. <laughs> and then within the space of... Like 30 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> that second line just went... <laughs> yeah, so we have another one. Um, it's exciting. It fucking oath it is. Fucking oath it's exciting. We, we, um, we had the ultrasound the other day and um, I have been in that uh, situation before but I 
I mean, I'm not going to say I was blasé about um, having another baby, anything but, but I do feel like a seasoned professional at this point and I'm certainly not naive about what's ahead of me yeah. um, or any of that. But maybe I hadn't um, allowed myself to get really excited because when the image of that baby that is inside Hannah went up on the TV screen where you see in, inside that yep. ultrasound yep. room, I genuinely went, oh, have a look at her. Ah. So, and it was biting its fist, moving around. Ah, super nice. It was re- well because I think for a for a man, um, you know, you're, I'm obviously seeing my wife's body change and all that, but it seems yeah. so foreign until it comes out. Yeah, and we've talked about this before. Even for the first six to twelve months, you start to feel guilty that you don't love the thing. There's not like a yeah. lot of bonding or anything like that. But some people like bond with their kids straight away. That's some, fine. Yeah, sure. And if you don't bond straight away, don't feel bad about oh, it. Totally fine. Bye Even if now. it takes you eighteen years, don't <laughs> worry. <laughs> But I had that little flutter of excitement. Yeah, of I course. I saw Beautiful. the movement and the, you know, and went, but that's bloody exciting. Yeah. Genuinely petrified about the size of my bank account. Like, just holy shit. Well, yeah, like they are expensive. Well, babies are really cheap. Like, they're a one year old. Up for the first year, there's nothing. We've got all this stuff. Yeah, right. right. So, so it is the setup that can cost quite a bit. Yeah, but then but the maintenance, like, yeah. food is free. Food free. You know, Hannah just if you're doing it. it that way, if you're not, no stress. Well, then, fed is best. That fed, fed is best. Yeah. Um. So she she is a she is a food making factory and um, getting it done. So you know, there, there's a cost saving measure, but um, it's frowned upon if you keep doing that into their teenage years. And um, <laughs> they need other they need but other food. <laughs> but then. It kind of goes like in a cycle because when you get to be like, you know, like in your late 30s, early 40s, it's okay again. Yeah, you can do it. Yeah. You're allowed. <laughs> <laughs> There's, in fact, what a great business idea. <laughs> I'm sure that business Provide already exists. <laughs> adults. Um, yeah, I'm sure there's people buying that kind of crap. Oh, uh, I've never done it. Never tasted it. No. It's never... Well, it's I mean, I did when I was one, but, you know. Yeah, it's uh, been a thing that I've wanted to do was like no. breastfeed a grown woman. It seems very odd. You you don't want to breastfeed a grown woman, of course. <laughs> no, no, I don't mind them <laughs> breastfeeding on me. That's fine. They can come and suckle my milk as much as they want. <laughs> That's not milk. It's <laughs> <laughs> <was> dairy free. <laughs> it's nut cream. <laughs> it's nut milk. <laughs> it's, it's the original nut milk. <laughs> <laughs> Frost up great in a cappuccino, a cumachino. <laughs> oh, hey, beautiful if, thing. If you thought that we had matured in this brief time we've had off, um, you'd be wrong. That is, uh, that's oh, not happened. We have not changed. Fat white. If anything, it's you. <laughs> Fatty white. <laughs> A long black. <laughs> Ooh, it's a piccolo. <laughs> it's not the size that counts, it's how you use it. <laughs> There's still the same amount of caffeine in the piccolo that there is in your double fucking latte, mate. Okay? It's fine. <laughs> uh, you'll, still, you'll still get the same amount of buzz. Oh, Don't worry. God. Look, um, there's been a lot. <laughs> I would it's say been, what, it's been 
three years. Well, I was going to say there's been a lot of requests for us to come back. And um, I, I can't explain to anyone why we haven't. But I'm just saying right now in this emotion that I'm feeling, I'm bloody glad we are. Oh, same. But I was, because we called it because I was going to be busy for two years. Yep. But if I knew that COVID was going to happen mm. about three months after we called it. <laughs> we could have just done it. We could have just gone, gone through. Do you know the truth about that is, I've thought about that. Uh, there's a couple of podcasts I had at the time and... Um, one of them w- was a, a drinking-based podcast called well, yep. Drink Talking, and I, and I felt like that really needed to be done in person. Yeah. And then there was this one where I feel like there was a heap for us to talk about yep. during that time of lockdowns and isolation. and um, Probably almost the perfect time to do it. But Yeah, you know what, though? I'm, I was not in the headspace for it. I was kind of... I had enough on in my head already. Like, yeah. I was studying, like, the screenwriting thing... And that was taking up so much of my mental space. Yeah. Even though, like, the course, like, in hindsight, was very good for me. Mm. Like, it kind of, like, definitely, like, uh, helped me figure out that this is what I want to try and achieve. Yeah. Which is a weird thing to get into, to say out loud, that you want to, sure. like, have an ambition, that you want to have a dream. So weird to have ambitions <laughs> and know, goals. Because <laughs> I've gone through... 40 odd years not having that yeah not wanting to do something because of, of being afraid of like success or failure or just putting yourself out there also i think you're a free spirit i'm not even taking the piss i think you're a free spirit i do wander around no but, but like, i think um you know we, we've, we've had a discussion about this uh topic um without the mics and i think there's uh for people i think you and i are quite similar on this I've had goals and I've, yep. um, I've tried to achieve the things that I've set out. Um, but I also think that there's a, a societal pressure to um, get get on that um, goal-based train yes. and achieve and tick things off. And COVID was so much like that. There was a whole lot – there was so much discussion around pivot and what do you do next. Yep. And I just heard someone – I can't even remember who it was – just said, hey, you know, it's all right to not – create anything at the moment for creatives at yep. this time when it was so difficult to get out it's actually all right to just not do anything i remember seeing this um doesn't pay the bills though like yeah this i feel it was like a tweet or as a comment or, you know like something on social media and it was this woman who was saying it's okay not to have like a grand ambition in life yeah it's okay just from wandering around trying different things and having a taste of stuff yeah and just enjoying yourself until you die and I was like, yes. Absolutely. It, it is. absolutely is. Yeah. It's so fine not to want to, like, uh, end world hunger. It's so fine. Yeah. You know, like, it's so fine not to want to, like, create, like, the world's greatest TV show or yep. s- to write a symphony or whatever mm-hmm. it is. It's just, if you're like, oh, yeah, I like to do this for a while, I'm going to do this. And then I'm going to, like, do B and then I'm going to do C. You well, know, the meaning of life is to just live, right? It's, it's just, just to live. It's just to be in that to live moment. and to come. And to do come. <laughs> to do a come. And maybe buy a condom if you've got four. <laughs> Get the snip. Snippy snippy. <laughs> Snippity snip. Oh, I've got time. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, but uh, congratulations on finishing uh, it was that great. course. I really enjoyed it, but now I've got this real sense, and this is what I was talking to you about the other day just on the phone, of um, almost imposter syndrome, where yes. I feel like I want to like start this career uh, in the... In like the artistic arena, mm. but I'm also got this real weight that hangs on me that like I'm that I don't belong there. Then I, and I'm gonna have people like saying, "What are you doing here, motherfucker? Yeah, you you don't get to stand up here. You yep. get to fucking 
back to whatever it is you're doing. Yeah, you're you're the husband of a successful comedian. Yeah, exactly. Um, and now why are you here as, as, as the writer? Yeah. And I reckon that imposter syndrome is so fucking toxic and I'm hard-pressed to think of anyone of my friends and colleagues within the creative arts that doesn't have some moment of it. Yeah. I certainly do. Yeah. A, a lot. I don't think knowing that makes it any easier, by the way. No. Knowing that other people feel like an imposter doesn't like, make you go, oh, okay, so other people feel yeah, like a charlatan. It, it doesn't like it doesn't hurt it, but it doesn't help it. You know what no. I mean? So yeah. I'm in this weird thing, where especially because I'm at this very beginning stage of trying to get this, whatever it is what I'm trying to do going. Uh, so maybe in like a few years where I feel a bit more settled, I've done some stuff, then I might feel like I've got, or like I've earned my place oh i don't even know how to phrase it like i've earned uh the right to say that i want to write not even to call myself a writer but when does that happen actually when do you earn that space what do you have to tick off to earn that space yeah you know what i, I mean? think like, that that'll that that list of things you have to tick off to earn that space will just keep increasing yeah you you're know right. you've earned that space just by being you there's nothing else you have to do yeah that's it's okay it. to say That's that you want to be a writer. It's okay to say you want to be a chef. It's okay to say I want to do a thing yeah. and then to follow through. And it's also okay if that thing doesn't work out. Absolutely. If you want to do a thing, put the work in. This is what I've been trying to say to um, my oldest child um, who has multiple interests, as yeah. he should. Uh, that you should have heaps of interests. Um, uh, I think between the ages of, uh, you know, get out of your toddler years, then from, uh, you know, let's say five or six till about 36 you should have hundreds and thousands of interests yeah. all the time but the thing i've said to him is it's not uh, not a problem to have heaps of interests but if there's something you really want to do then you've got to put the time in yeah for it to be good yep because if you don't it will just never be good and that's okay too if you want to move on to another thing but for instance he wanted to start playing the saxophone yeah and i'm totally into any musical instrument he already plays the guitar quite well do you want to play saxophone? He's picked up the saxophone. I think it sits in the same category as violin in terms of learning. I think um, it's quite an intense one, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it sounds like shit for ages. Yeah. There's other instruments that you can get sounding kind of okay. But violin and saxophone just sound like dog shit. Yeah. And so it's very hard to push through that moment. And I just said, well, mate, you've got to put the time in. If you don't put the time in, that's just how it's going to sound yeah. all the time. And I think it's also okay, like just on that and kind of following through, to not be good at something and still enjoy it. Like yeah. I'm hanging out with the girls and I love fucking singing away in the kitchen yeah. while I'm cooking and yeah. they hate it. They're like, Dad, you're a terrible singer. You know, horrible. please be quiet. And like, like, yeah. They are horrible. That's oh. a horrible thing to say to your father. They gave you life. <laughs> horrible <laughs> animals to be fair i am saying like to them while i'm cooking i'm like i'm the world's greatest singer listen to this and they're like dad you're not the world's greatest singer you're not good i'm like you guys don't know what you're talking about <coughs> fucking listen to me go but i love it it's so yeah. much fun yeah it's so much fun yeah do whatever do whatever makes you happy and doesn't hurt somebody else Yes. You know, just what an important caveat. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, you know, I've had this discussion recently with the six-year-old about that he, he can do whatever he wants. I said, absolutely, you can, as long as it doesn't hurt somebody else. And yeah. he's just trying to get his head around that, around, but what if I want to do it? I'm like, well, if it hurts somebody else, then you can't do that. But you said I could do whatever I want. 
said yes but there's parameters there there's always there's always some there's sort of always boundary. parameters um but anyway not not to drill down too much on that i i think i'm trying to learn that myself uh in just doing the things that i enjoy i've i don't need to list the things that i've stepped away from but i've stepped away from certain things that i used to do yep um in terms of trying to earn money because i just don't want to do them yeah if you're not enjoying it no if you're not having fun life's too short man i mean i'm fucking broke but i <laughs> <laughs> i'm slightly happier you broke you down to one friend but you're going all right yeah one friend um an empty bank balance <laughs> and a spring in my step <laughs> i got a swag in the tent i'll be all right uh, what else have I been up to the last couple of years to this course? And then I've just been trying to... Dude, I've just been looking after the girls. Yeah. Been hanging out with you quite a bit. Yeah, it's been good. Doing our thing. I don't know. It's been... It actually... I found like the first kind of like bit of lockdown quite refreshing because it was so new. Mm. And then after that, I was like, oh, this is a bit much. You know? I and now it's how funny. Like, so sorry. But how interesting it is to me how quickly you adapt to a new situation. Mm. So how quickly we adapted to like the lockdown. And then now it's only been over for like a year mm. and a bit. Yeah. And that was like two really intense years, especially in Melbourne. Yeah. Uh, to be like, oh yeah, that's that's all done. I do, I do want to just say, it, sometimes it's hard to say everything for every person listening. I will acknowledge that for some people it's not over. For some people it, yes. it, it, it continues to be difficult. Yeah, um, absolutely, absolutely true. Th- yep. Those who you know have long COVID, um, all sorts of things, but well, like the psychological, yes, the, the PTSD. Absolutely, like I read an article. That people. There are some people like got real PTSD from it. Yep. So you're absolutely right. I'm speaking from my experience, absolutely, and but I can't speak for everybody. Well, I'd say speaking from my experience is hindsight is twenty twenty, and there's there's genuine and honest part of me that wants to go back. And do it all over again, and actually just enjoy it. Stop. Yeah, I was freaking out in 2020. Yeah, I was freaking the fuck out that I didn't know how to earn money and provide for my family because my main source of income is live entertainment. So yeah. it's the first industry that got shut down. It was the last one to come back, and I spent that whole time stressing out. But actually, I got through it. Everything was fine. I did earn money, so I I, I got some very fortunate jobs through that time. Yeah. I, I decided to relocate my family from inner city Melbourne out to the bush an hour and a half out of Melbourne. Great idea. Great idea. was on 13 acres and I just didn't have the presence of mind. I mean, how could I? I didn't know what I was up against. Yeah. But, I, but I, there is a part of me goes, man, I'll, I would love to do that all again. Yeah. And, and not really be so be, fucking stressed out. And be present. But I think like being present is a major problem in my life now. Yeah. And it always is. Just mm. being like in the moment yeah. uh, and like enjoying what's happening now because I'm constantly like all right what else have I got to do yeah. I've got to do this I've got to do that blah 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 being present is very hard I think and and also just sitting and doing nothing well being present in that moment sitting and doing nothing there's this constant pressure I better go up and do something yes I better do something I, sh- I should be busy why or just scrolling on my phone Ugh. fucking doom scrolling I'm so bad at it like smartphones are a wonderful invention they're fantastic but for myself personally they are a fucking mind killer yeah I um we have spoken so much about it um like it, it I think COVID really turned on that addiction yeah tenfold 
Yeah. And I am trying to undo it now. I'm doing certain things where I'm deliberately plugging into the wall. I don't take it into my bedroom anymore. Yep. I'm trying to um, hold off until the till I, the first thing I look at in the morning. So give yep. it a few hours. That's not working at all. There's things I'm trying to do because it just like it. You can't help but get depressed when you look at it. I get depressed and I'm just scrolling away on like Reddit or Instagram or whatever yeah. it fucking is, not doing anything. The girls come up, hey, let's do a play together. And I'm like, yes. oh, I can't do a play. I've got a doom scroll on my phone. Yeah, I'm busy. I'm busy. So then you've got to put it away and then I'm like resentful for the first bit. I've got to get myself out of this resentfulness that I can't look at this stupid phone yeah. and be engaged with my girls who yeah. just want to fucking have a good time. And I feel like anxious when I don't have it on me. Yeah. If I put my phone, if I leave the house without it, I'm like, oh, I feel... Totally. Exposed. Yep. And what, what if something really bad happens? So yeah. I have two things, right, that I want my phone on me all the time. It's whenever I'm not with my children, um, so I need my phone on yep. all the time. And, and for one of them, half the time he's not with me. Yep. So I need my phone on because something terrible and horrible could happen. Yeah. And the other one is um, I might get that, that movie deal that I didn't even audition for. <laughs> they might call up. They might call up and say, Harley, Chris Hemsworth can't be Thor anymore. Do, do, do you want to be old fat Thor? <laughs> I'm not even lying. I, I constantly, when a We need email somebody comes to play through, Thor's penis. <laughs> <laughs> I'm your man. They can do anything you know, like, in movies these days. And the actual thing is when I lose my phone or I don't have it on me for a while, I, I come back to it. Nothing's happened. Yeah. Nothing's happened. No. There's the, been no messages of dread and terror. There's been no messages of success and fame. It's just... There's an update from Uber. I get <laughs> messages from you and yep. I get messages from Claire. That's it. Yeah. Like that's, and like 90% of my texts are from Claire and she's well aware that I need to put like the phone down as well. So mm. I could really, I thought briefly about fucking just getting a. Yeah, I've done it. The flip phone. Yeah. Like the Nokia, yeah. old Nokia's yeah. kind of thing. But then it's so handy. That's right. To have like all your life. Like all the apps are so beautiful. It's all there. It's all there. Yeah. Like the banking, like the Medicare. Well, so like the only thing stuff. I have now. Driver's license will now go onto the phone soon. Well, I have to have a hard copy. The driver's license eventually will. So I've got a hard copy of my driver's license and a hard copy of my credit card. Yeah. Um, and that's purely just for checking into hotels. That's the only thing left that I need yep. those things for. And other than that, everything else is on the phone, which on one hand, wow, that's convenient. And on the other hand, fuck, that's dangerous. Yeah, you lose it. I'm like, bring the chip. Don't like worry 20 about years ago, we joked about, oh, everyone's going to get chipped and barcoded. What a terrible thing. I'm ready. Put the chip in my thumb. I'm ready. Boop, boop, your boop. next thing is hackers will hack it into your brain. It'll be a straight, it'll oh, be straight into your brain. That's Fuck. exactly what's going to happen. Put it in my penis. Yeah, hack into that. <laughs> hack into that. <laughs> hack into that mainframe. <laughs> Mainframe, more like main vein. Am I right? Hey, welcome to Dicky Leaks. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens to men when they get into their forties. Imagine going to the shop and you've got to stereotypically get your penis out to swipe it on the machine. Don't look. I made a mistake. I thought it was funny at the time, but I just made a terrible mistake. Just tap, tap and go. I can't get it all the way over there. Move the machine closer. I'll just do it myself. <laughs> hey, look, um, we're so happy to be back. Um, there's a few things to say. One is I'm moving 
And so a lot of our future episodes, we're committed to this for the next 50 years. 50 years. 50 years we will do this. <laughs> um, but I am moving into state. I am going home to uh, sunny downtown Queensland, uh, which I'm a little nervous about, I guess, uh, but mostly very excited about. Um, I get to be around um, grandmas and granddads and uncles and aunts and nieces and nephews. And um, after living uh, in Victoria for 21, almost 22 years and uh, being a father for almost 13 years without that kind of network around me, I'm pretty bloody pumped about it. It'd be excellent. But seeing as I have one mate, and you're staying here. <laughs> lonely on the friendship side. <laughs> um, so we'll, a lot of our recording that we've already done a lot of test runs of and it, the tech is all working well, which both of us are amazed about. Yes. Um, will be uh, via yeah. the internet. Yeah, um, which will be good. It'll be fun. And then also, um, you may have noticed, some of you may have noticed, those who have been with us since the start, that all of our previous episodes have disappeared. That is not by accident, it's by design. Um, We've put all of our old episodes up on our Patreon and you have the option of being a part of that wonderful world, um, helping us pay to do this. There'll be free episodes uh, each week. There's already a few up there. There's already a few uh, Patreon-only episodes, brand new Um, when we tried to rebrand this, (laughs) (laughs) we decided not to. Um, There is just one tier uh, to get in on. Um, If you want to get in on it, we'd love to have you there. If you don't, you just want us for free, we'll give you that content as well. Uh, You can subscribe and like us and find out what we're doing next. We're bloody pumped to be back, Wade Duffin. It's fucking so much fun. Yeah. Like, what a fun chat. Yeah. and so when this one comes out, uh, there will be two episodes. We're going to drop three at once. Whoa! And there's going to be two other episodes. There'll be this one, and there'll be one called Sober, yep. and one called Antiquing. And mm-hmm. both of those, I think, were when we tried to come back, but then stuff got in the way. Yep. So there will be three drop at once, plus there's another four on the Patreon. That's right. Ready to go. Which are all great chats. Um, it, it, it'll all make sense once you see all of that. Yeah. Um, but this is definitely us back. Um, we will speak to you again soon with the adventures that are ahead of us. And just like quickly on the Patreon, mm. um, the new Patreon apps, what we will do is there will be, you know, if you just want to ask any questions, yes. we'll answer them yep. on the Patreon apps. Like send anything, us a question. Send us some questions, whatever you like, and we will endeavour to answer them. Unless it's a matter for the police. Yeah, don't ask us those questions. But for those who've listened before, you would know that Wade and I are both midwives. Um, we doctors. Are, we're both trained doctors. Lawyers. Um, we are definitely, we are lawyers. Humanitarians. Mm-hmm. All of those things. We're the experts yeah. in any field you need to see, <laughs> except law enforcement. <laughs> <laughs>